Welcome to The Light Within, a podcast for anyone seeking to rewrite their life, live in their light, and align with their soul's highest purpose. I'm Leslie Draffin. I'm a certified microdosing practitioner, menstrual cycle coach, and feminine embodiment mentor. And I'm on a mission to break taboos around women's bodies, periods, and psychedelics. On this show, we're exploring all things spirituality, sexuality, mysticism, and empowerment. Come along as I interview other coaches, teachers, healers, and thought leaders about all the ways we can feel more tuned in, turned on, and lit up AF. If you're on a journey towards self-discovery, you've come to the right place. This is The Light Within. Hello, beautiful beings, and welcome to season four of The Light Within. I am so excited to have you here for a brand new season of the show. We have so many juicy guests, and today's topic is also super fucking juicy. Before we begin, I really hope you have had a wonderful Christmas holiday and that you're taking time and you're going slowly as we enter into the new year. After all, as cyclical beings, whether you have a period or not, winter here in the Northern Hemisphere is a time of reflection, it's a time of connection, and it's the death phase before we spring into life. So go slowly, babe. You don't have to do it all, no matter what society is telling you. So I had a super fucking juicy December, as you can tell by the title of this episode. It was filled with pleasure and also filled with looking at my shadows. So I thought today what we would talk about is how a self-challenge of experiencing pleasure for 31 days changed my life, helped show me my purpose, and really led me to launching my new group community membership, The Sanctuary. So let's first talk about why I decided I wanted to do 31 Days of Pleasure. I have been meeting weekly with this amazing woman named Ariana for, I guess, about six weeks, eight weeks. And we were talking one week about some blocks that I had around pleasure. You know, as someone who is a feminine embodiment coach who helps women ignite their pleasure and passion through psychedelic medicine, I myself had this like block to experiencing sensual sexual pleasure. While I really believe that I tap into pleasure daily in other areas of my life, I was kind of lacking in the orgasm realm. And so I decided right at the end of November that I wanted to spend the 31 days of December experiencing as much pleasure as possible. And while I didn't have this goal of, you know, having orgasms every single day, I certainly wanted to focus more on the orgasmic parts of life. So I embarked on a 31 day self pleasure challenge that took me in a whole bunch of different directions And I hope that my experience can give you not only some insight, but hopefully some inspiration as well. And so these are some of the things that are my biggest takeaways from those 31 days. Now, the first thing I will say is I actually started this about a day or two before my period. And I thought, well, shit, should I just like delay it? Because usually orgasms and sex and pleasure are something that I don't really gravitate toward while I'm bleeding. But what I have found is that Pleasure wants to happen. Your body wants pleasure even when you're bleeding. And so what I first did is I just found some ways to work around my cycle, figure out what works for me even with my bleed. And for me, that looks like 
a crystal dildo that I have from Yoni Pleasure Palace. It looked like a lot of lube, um, sensual self-touch, and I ended up having some amazing orgasms on my bleed that really decreased my period cramps and helped boost my mood overall, which I knew those were things that can happen when you load your body with the dopamine that happens post-orgasm. But I'm just here to tell you that if you're having cramps, maybe you want to come because for me, it was chef's kiss. Another thing is that, um, you know, pleasure doesn't have to mean orgasm. And even though I set out the rules for this challenge, aka there were no rules, I found myself a couple of weeks in feeling like I had to come, like I had to go that route. And so even as someone who works within this field, I myself still had some shame, still had those shoulds that I was putting on myself around this challenge. You know, I'm a recovering perfectionist, type A personality. And so, yeah, I really felt like I needed to do it right, air quotes, when in reality, my body just wanted me to tap more into her joy and her bliss um, and not let my mind and my ego run the show. And so something that I really noticed is that the more I paid attention to my pussy, the more attention she wanted. She's like a greedy little goddess. She's like, oh, you're paying attention to me? Of course I want more attention. And I don't even love that I use the word greedy, but like that's, I guess, the best way to say it. Like when you pay attention to her, she will want more and more and more and more. And what happens in life is that you become more lit up. You become more tuned into your power and your purpose. Because one week into this challenge... Um, the first week was, I think, probably the most transformational week. I had orgasms like daily, sometimes more than once a day. And a week in, I had someone come back into my life who wanted to work with me. And it was a man. And this guy had kind of given me the runaround for most of 2023. Um, and the second that I got this text from him, I was like, oh, man, like, I just don't want to work with men anymore. And I couldn't say that. I just felt like I couldn't express that. I had this block in my, like my throat chakra. And I just couldn't say the words. So I suggested we do a meeting. He didn't show up, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Ends up. If I had just listened to pussy, she told me what I needed to know. The second I got that text, the second that I saw, um, that message come through, she was like, Nope, this is not for you. And I wonder if I hadn't already spent a week tapping into pleasure and tapping into my pussy's power, if I would even have had the strength to say no to him when I did the next day. But I guess I I share that because it only took me a week of orgasms to really start to understand what she wanted, right? She wanted me to speak my boundaries and also she wanted more orgasms. And I think the other thing that really came through for me in this challenge, and especially in the first couple of weeks, is that for me, there's a big difference in the type of orgasms that we experience. So when I was on my bleed, I spent so much time slowly massaging my body, tapping into my breasts, doing a bit of dance, using some really luscious oils, and stimulating the clitoris manually. Then as the month progressed and life got busier, obviously it was the holidays, I would turn to other avenues. Maybe I would watch a little bit of porn or read some erotica. And what I noticed is even though I experienced orgasms in both ways, the orgasms that I received um, with the slowness, with my hands, um, maybe with my crystal dildo, but sometimes just with my fingers, Those orgasms had this amazing ability to like ignite me and energize me. 
they almost were, um, yeah, propelling me forward and, and really helping to boost my energy. Whereas the orgasms that I experienced when I watched porn, and by the way, I'm not against porn. I do watch porn. Um, but the orgasms that I would achieve through that felt much more disconnected. Um, and it felt like it was a depleting energy versus that boost of energy I received um, with the other types of orgasms. And I was so floored by that, right? I feel like both are are important, right? right? Both felt really great. And there's also a sense in me that like both are valid. And also I felt almost like I was cheating myself with the second type of orgasm. And I noticed that when I was reaching for porn or if I was reaching for some smut, like a little bit of erotica, what was happening is my brain was taking over and telling me, oh, you're in this challenge. You should be doing this. You should do it this way because it'll be quicker and then you can go about your life. And it was such an interesting block that I realized um, because my pussy wanted this bigger experience. She wanted to be wooed. She wanted to be massaged and touched and like wined and dined in her own way. And when I was just going to give her fast food orgasms of like, here's some porn that sure turns you on and like use your vibrator. She kind of just like felt a little bit, you know, cheated, I think is probably the best way to describe that. The other thing that really happened for me, and I felt this was so interesting, is about halfway through the month, shame really started to rear its head. Um, And I'll be honest, it really nearly derailed the rest of the 31 days um, because I became this like person in in a shame spiral. I really started to notice how much that I was judging myself Um, and worrying about things like what my husband felt, what my husband thought about what I was doing. Um, Even after all of these years of work and even after these several weeks of these transformational things happening while I was in the midst of this challenge. So one of the first things that happened is, I think it was probably in the first week, I really wanted to do a little bit of self-pleasure and my husband was at the, was at the house. And so I, you know, invited him and was like, do you want to have sex? Do you want to, you know, fool around? And he wasn't feeling it. He was really stressed. And so I was faced with, okay, well then I can do this on my own. And I felt so ashamed of that. And I felt really scared of like wanting to self-pleasure while he was at the house. And what I remembered in the midst of this, because I went ahead and did it, is that when I was little, My sister had walked in on me when I was masturbating as like an early teen, and I felt so much of that shame just immediately ignite in my body. I was like, oh my God, like that is where that fucking comes from. My husband and I are also like very open. We like never lock the doors in our house. Like, I mean, TMI, but we like poop with the door open. Like we're, we don't have like that kind of boundary. And so what I had to end up doing is telling him like, I'm going to have some time where I'm masturbating and I need to lock the door. And that was like a really kind of scary conversation for me because I think, you know, our relationship over these past eight plus years has really been built on this openness. And like, what does a locked door mean? Like, are you, you don't want me to see what you're doing. So I had to, you know, lay that boundary down and be like, this is what I need to feel safe. And the second that I locked that door, I was much more able to tap into myself and to tap back into pussy. And so for me, the way out of that little shame spiral right there Another one would come and I'll tell you in a minute. But that first little shame spiral, the way out of it was through conversation. Um, It was through also journaling, getting back in touch with pussy and understanding what she wanted. And I also had a really great conversation with my friend Ariana about that. Um, By the way, Ariana will be on the podcast in a couple of months, so you'll hear from her too. 
So what I just found is that even though I've been doing this work for so many years and I was a married woman in a super supportive relationship, I still had that like fear as a 37 year old of getting walked in on. And I needed that boundary of that locked door in order for me to really relax into that space and feel safe. You know, the longest, uh, the other thing that happened um, is that I really started to feel some shame in my partnered sex as well. Um, something that I really wanted to explore in this 31 Days of Pleasure is a bit more kink. And so we bought a couple of toys. We bought a flogger. And my husband and I were pl- having our, our little playtime. And he was spanking me. And at one point, like, I felt so much shame. I felt like, oh my God, he's judging me. I'm just like, this is, this isn't working for me. Like, what is he thinking? And even though I had a lot of fun and I was feeling a lot of pleasure and excitement from it, that shame came flooding through my entire body, that like feeling of being bad, of being dirty. And we had to stop. And so what I found so interesting about that is that, you know, even again, in this incredibly supportive and loving relationship where I know he wasn't judging me. I had to really look at where I was still judging myself, where I was still holding on to that shame around what I liked. And I'll be honest, I haven't really sorted that all the way out yet. Like that happened towards the end of the month and it really fucked with me. And so if you're someone who wants to experience more pleasure and you hear this episode and you want to try your own self-pleasure challenge and deep tease here, I will actually be hosting one next month for folks inside of my group, The Sanctuary. I feel pretty damn positive that like you will very likely experience some types of shame. You'll, you'll see the things that you're holding within your shadow and I hope that by being together in sisterhood, um, if you do join the challenge next month or just wherever you're doing this with hopefully you're able to talk to a friend, you can work through that because it is sticky and it is tricky. So some things that, um, again, really helped me through this challenge is one, again, reminding myself over and over again that there was no goal. There was no goal. Like there wasn't a a set number of orgasms I needed to achieve. This wasn't 31 days of orgasms. This was just 31 days of pleasure. And I had to really allow myself the freedom and the grace to go with what pussy wanted. Because let's be honest, there were some days when she didn't want that. And there were some days when she did, but I was so in my head and so out of my body because of the stressors of the holidays that it just wasn't going to fucking happen. And so I had to allow myself that grace. Something that I found really fascinating um, is how this 31 days of pleasure challenge really impacted my cycle and impacted my creative purpose and my creative life force. So like I said, I started this um, right before my bleed and it really helped me have fewer period cramps. I was in a much better mood during my bleed and it was fucking fun. I had a great time. As someone with PCOS, I have a really long follicular phase. And so it helped me sustain energy through those 12 to 13, even 15 days of that cycle. But what was interesting is when it came around to my luteal phase, the self-pleasure helped to fuel my creative fire because that was when I was finally sitting down to do the last like finishing touches on my group program. 
or my membership, The Sanctuary. I was able to sit down, record all of those videos in just a couple of days, even though I had really been procrastinating for weeks. And I really feel like it was pleasure that allowed me to ignite that fire within. Now, along with the shame and along with that self-judgment, you know, as sort of the more negative experiences from 31 Days of Pleasure, um, and in addition to the really amazing benefits I experienced with feeling really creative, I had to do a lot of work around my body, my body image. So again, this was so cyclical because I would notice that in certain times of my cycle, I would feel like, damn, I'm hot shit. Like, oh yes. Like I would be standing in from the mirror, checking my body out, looking at my pussy um, with a mirror itself, like really looking at her. And there were some times in my cycle where like I felt super gross. Now, if you're someone who lives in attunement with their cycle, you get like that too. That wasn't just because I was in the midst of doing 31 days of pleasure challenge. That was just being in a cyclical body. But what I noticed, the more I tapped into the power of my pussy is that I judged my body both more and less. And let me explain what I mean. So at certain times, I was judging it more. I was maybe more in tune with the fact that, oh, I feel kind of squishy in my belly right now, or I feel a bit heavier. But overall, for the month of December, I judged my body way less. I became really inspired halfway through to start taking better care of my body because I know that's what pussy wanted. She wanted me to pay attention to how I could nourish myself and really start to love myself in a way that wasn't restrictive, even though I really began to pay more attention to what I ate and I was going to the gym more. She wanted this nourishment to come from a place of love and a place of really inspiration Um, That was allowing me to lead my best life through this pussy inspo. And so by tapping into pussy, it showed me that I can love myself, that I can take care of myself. Um, And it doesn't have to be from a place of like self-hatred or self-loathing or restriction, which for me was so tied into the diet culture that I experienced for so much of my life. You know, I've been very anti-diet for the last two and a half years, but middle of December, I stepped on the scale for the first time. And again, like two and a half years. And I was able to do that because I was looking at myself from such a better place of love and acceptance. And I know that that is a byproduct of those 31 days of pleasure. And I was so fucking like shocked by that. The other thing that I really feel like tapping into pussy showed me is what the fuck I'm here to do next. I went through this amazing full day retreat with my coach, um, Rachel Melinda. And in that experience, what really came through for me was how much I have been slowly but surely tackling the taboo in my life. First, it was the menstrual cycle. Then it was witchcraft. Then it was psychedelics. But it has all been leading me into this next phase where I really help women, especially those like me who have come from deeply religious backgrounds, heal their relationship with pleasure and shame. And what I really felt Pussy was leading me to share about is something that I'll be talking way more about on my social medias and on this podcast too over the next season, is how I really feel 
deeply connected to this mission and this purpose because of my own very unique upbringing. Being a preacher's daughter who secretly fantasized about being a courtesan, who was so interested in erotic dance, but was very much still the good little Christian girl, up until I had sex for the first time at 18 and I got diagnosed with herpes. And how that key defining moment of my life as an 18-year-old freshman in college really set the stage for my 20s being so full of disconnection, alcohol abuse, eating disorders, Adderall abuse, and just an incredible disconnection, almost just completely cutting off everything below my neck. Just almost completely keeping me um, in this stage of shame and guilt and stigma. And how over the last five years where I have spent so much time reconnecting to the divine feminine, to connecting to my body through things like cyclical living and womb healing and psychedelics and pleasure, I have been able to heal the way I've looked at myself and step into this new purpose and passion of helping other women like me also feel like they're living a life that is tuned in, turned on, and lit up AF. And I don't know if I would have gotten that much clarity if I hadn't spent 31 days focusing on pleasure. So it's fueling my steps into this very raw and vulnerable space of sharing what I've gone through, telling my story, and openly coaching women who want to live pussy-led lives. It's fueling my pivot, it's fueling this podcast, and it's really fueling my life and my relationships in this beautiful way that I really feel has just been waiting for me, right? I think when I when I look at the last uh, 31 days, and I shouldn't say the last because I'm recording this in mid-January, but when I look at those 31 days of December, what I think comes to me is that pussy was waiting for me. Pussy was waiting for me to tap into her, to listen to her, to understand how much power she has. And I really feel that anyone listening to this, your pussy's probably saying the same thing. Like, I don't know because I've never met her, but if she's anything like mine, like that is the theme here. And so maybe the theme of 2024 is tapping into that joy, tapping into that bliss, whatever it looks like for you. And I do want to just say here for a moment, you know, while I'm someone with sexual trauma related to my diagnosis of herpes and some pretty shit relationships that I was in that were more emotionally abusive than physically abusive, you know, I am not someone who has experienced sexual assault. And so if you are and you're listening to this, I would just suggest, you know, going slowly. If you're someone who hears this and you know that's been in your past and you still really desire tapping into pleasure, maybe through a little self-challenge or maybe just because you want to, um, go slowly. Listen to what your body has to say and reach out to support. You know, if it's not me, find someone online or in your community who can help you work through that because I had a lot of shame and a lot of triggers come up in my 31 days of pleasure and it can be really triggering to tap into those spaces of our body if that part of our body has been the victim of violence or assault. And so if that's you, um, I would just proceed with a little bit of caution. Um, but if you're feeling like that's what your body and your pussy is telling you, that this is the way you want to go, still proceed, right? Because I feel that it, so many amazing things can happen. I just want to make sure that you have the support that you need. 
And speaking of support, I've been talking about this for the last 25 plus minutes, but my group membership community, The Sanctuary, is now live. She is live and she is for mystical women who want to awaken their purpose and their passion through connecting to pleasure, healing their womb, awakening their divine feminine through embodiment practices, and expanding consciousness through mindful microdosing. This is a sacred sisterhood where we come together twice a month to move through our bodies, to connect with each other. And one thing that 2023 taught me, and and I'm so blessed to have Ariana in my life, is that we heal when we are in community and we heal when we are with our sisters. And so it's why I wanted to create something like this. You guys all have access to one month free with the code the light within. And if you have any questions or if you want more details, you can always reach out to me on social media at Leslie Draffin. Um, you can send me an email, hello at lesliedraffin.com. But this is really, I think, such a beautiful, beautiful byproduct of my 31 Days of Pleasure Challenge, um, launching the sanctuary, launching into this new phase of life where I am openly, honestly, and vulnerably sharing about the shit that I went through over the last, God, 19 years. It was 19 years ago that I got diagnosed with herpes this month, actually, probably around this exact fucking date. And while it is incredibly scary for me to talk more about that, I just, I just know that if I had had me when I was 18, goddess, so much would have been different. I would not have felt so alone. I wouldn't have felt like I needed to disappear. And I would not have experienced the trauma that I did from that experience um, if I'd had someone like me to talk about this openly. And so that's why, that's why we're talking about that. And that's why the sanctuary exists. So thanks for listening. I hope this inspires you to tap more into your own pleasure. And remember, pleasure looks a lot of different ways, right? It doesn't have to just be orgasms. It is any way that we tap into our senses. Sensuality and pleasure and sexuality are often used really interchangeably. Um, But for me, what I really mean is tapping into your bliss, tapping into your joy, tapping into your body. And if orgasms happen, all the more power to you. Have yourself a wonderful week. I hope to see you inside the sanctuary. You're going to hear much more about that over the next few episodes. And thanks so much for listening to this episode. Remember, there is no light without darkness, but there is no darkness without light. I'll see you next time, babe.